And money also has spiritual implications on how we use our money and how we organize our lives. And that's why I said now spiritual. But as I thought about this, I was thinking about when I was getting my MBA, um, I had to take this statistics class that required me to do all kinds of insane, large number mathematical equations, right? Now here's the problem. I do not love math. I love philosophy. I don't do math, but I don't enjoy it. And if you got that statistic on, does anybody here know Microsoft Excel? Is that a Excel? So in Excel, we probably use a lot of that work, right? So in Excel, you create all these formulas where there's a calculation. And it's quite complex. And you run all these calculations, and it will spit out the money that I was going to use on, you know, what your return on investment is, or what your expense was. And so this is my experience with the statistics. I've spent hours on this homework on this spreadsheet and all these numbers, I put in all these numbers and put them in the code, and I spit out a number, and I would, get, I would get the right answer and have no idea how. I had no idea, because it, it, it would do the work, right, and it would spit out the numbers, but I couldn't say how it got I got negative And, uh, but I use that analogy because Jesus said, I mean, this is the teaching of the curve. I'm giving different amounts of money to different people. And I'm going to go away for a while. And when I come back, I'm going to set up my account. And I'm going to ask for an accountant of what you did with what I gave you. Now, I can make that out of that equation first, right? But I want to call this the right age. So I was thinking about my MBA statistics class. Now, when we give an account to the Lord, I, I just want to make a correction. Because I can tell you spiritually what that account will not be. It will not be faith of others, soul of Jesus, the teaching of any prophet. If you just leave, it's all that's required, you're good with God, that's not what the scriptures teach. In fact, St. James says that faith without works is dead. And Jesus said very clearly here that when you return, you're going to have to get a confidence. Right? And we all like that to you because it's a little bit scary. I didn't think there was a space, right? Because I pray that I will be prepared for that. Now, one of the things I want to mention about this, this idea of seven-way account, is um, Jesus talks about money a lot. Like, everybody knows uh, the, the town story. You probably remember the widow's mite story, right? The widow gets the lowest amount of everybody can get, but in God's eyes, it's the most, right? Because she gave out of what she doesn't have. Where everybody else gives out of their abundance. And then, uh, there's one in particular. So Jesus says, and this is how I'm not Jesus says, do not use your money for treasures on earth, but use your money to buy friends in heaven. And I think it's like God, and I buy books, and I come, and every time I buy a life on the sale, I just buy another friend in heaven. And I think they are, I think some of them, you know, it's my joke about how I think I just kind of just like Jesus told me to. Alright? I buy books for the saints, and I buy an iPhone, and that's my joke. 
expectation for how I approve my money. But it does beg the question, right? Of how do we give an account? And Jesus even says that, you know, the worthless servant, if he would have at least invested his baggage, he would have made something, even if a few steps, he would have just wasted the time and money. And so, I was at a community this week. So I know I do my nursing consulting job, so I was to Baltimore this week. And I was at a community called Vantage Point. And Vantage Point is governed by board of directors. And the board of directors wanted me to come to the meeting. Anybody know why they wanted me to come to the meeting? They give an accounting of your work. Because it cost them a lot of money to pay me to come out there and check on things and give guidance and give recommendations and prepare their community for their state survey, which has financial implications on their reputation and their citation. And they wanted an accountant, they wanted a presentation of if the money they were spending on me was worth it. It was great though, because I told you before that what I do, I look at head of county, and you guys are working on today. I'm working in fact, right? I'm looking at what readings are coming up. And then the week before, so today when I read all these, the readings for next Sunday, and I will carry them around with me to the week. I pray about them, right? And I'll say, God, give me something to say to these people. So I don't sound down when I stand up there. Give me something that will be blessing to people. And I carry them around. So I went to this meeting with this parent in my mind. Right? And I went and, and as I prayed about that, I thought, what is it? I mean, I thought it was pretty easy. The Father gave a presentation to Jesus, um, to Jesus Christ on what I had done. And I was just telling you, my personal responsibility, I find it compelling and important and also terrifying. If I consider a priest as the greatest gift a person can be on and I will have to give a chance to Christ. On my own, and how I spent that gift. That is compelling and scary and important. And I will say to you that all of you say the same. And do not ever be accused by popular Christianity that tells you because you show up here sometimes, or because you said a prayer one time, it's all good. We are called by Jesus Christ to inform our minds to To invest all that He has given us into being faithful. So that someday, when we stand before Him to give an account about the return on investment that He made for us, that we are able to give a justification for our lives. There's a prayer that I also go to um, Orthodox Testament.